Ahoy there, and welcome back to No Man's Dawn, your prime spot to listen to people discussing One Piece and The Simpsons in the same show for some reason. I'm Luke, he, him, sometimes they, them, and I'm joined by my mysterious and debonair co-host, Janine. Hello, my name is Janine, my pronouns are she, they, and I still don't have a third thing to say. Have you thought about expressing your feelings on elephants? Uh, no, I tried getting on Mastodon, but it didn't work. Well, I mean, Mastodons aren't necessarily elephants in the same way that there's multiple types of Homer, there's multiple types of elephant-type creatures, but not all of them are elephants. Uh, well, you don't have a third thing, Janine. We do have a third person on the show this week. We have our special guest, Eugenia. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Eugenia. Um, I'm pronouns on she, her. And I'm new to the One Piece in general. And a little more... Uh, experience with the Simpson. For people who are unfamiliar with you, what are some things that you do online? Uh, on the internet, I'm known as Asimov underscore Funker or something similar. Usually I do uh, question for podcasts and sometimes silly question to the internet, like if Baba Yaga went to space, uh, would the house have a space helmet or would uh, be uh, space shuttle. Was that if Baba Yaga went to space? Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, if it was a space shuttle, then it would be a shuttlecock. Uh, I get it. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, the Baba Yaga house, it doesn't necessarily have a head. It has legs, so I'm... Well, you can tell where the head should go, so... Where, where do you think the head would go on a Baba Yaga house? I mean, are... Does it go on the roof or like on the front of the house? That's going to be the next thing. Two people answer on blue sky or, and uh, they agree that uh, the house, uh, Baba Yaga should uh, be on a rocket or have rocket legs. I can kind of see like the International Space Station, but now that has legs and sometimes it just kicks those legs and that propels itself through space. But uh, that is not the topic we are here to discuss, just another visual. It could be. It could be. I mean, now the space crocodile is there in my imagination. Beautiful space crocodile is getting me through some harsh times, Janine. I I have looked to see if I could find the animation cell for that, and I'm not sure they still did traditional animation at that point. Wow. Alas. Uh, so you had mentioned that you had a bit more familiarity with The Simpsons. What is your background with The Simpsons? Yes. On uh, Mexico, I, I'm from Mexico, by the way. <laughs> uh, the Simpsons were transmitted both on 
Fox Channel and then a local Mexican channel known as Azteca Siete. Uh, all at 7 p.m. Uh, you could watch The Simpson, and it has an excellent uh, dub. Uh, Humberto Vélez is a well-known uh, voice actor, and he did an excellent work on this on Homer. And it's something that a lot of us grew up and uh, cite a lot of the quotes from The Simpson. A little different than uh, you because uh, adaptation and localization, but it was great. Uh, mm-hmm. Sadly, a uh, few years ago, uh, maybe two or one seasons before the movie, they changed the actors because uh, uh, about the union. So it's a mm-hmm. quite different experience. And after some season, uh, some season be- uh, after the movie, I kind of, uh, uh, I didn't keep uh, watching the series, but I still quote a lot of the. Uh, the Simpson in my heart. It is kind of fascinating. Uh, I've been watching, or I've been, uh, it is fascinating. I have been following a few Simpsons Facebook groups, and when it's not the large percentage of Australian uh, Simpsons fans who are posting, uh, we do occasionally have people discussing the dubs from their own countries, and uh, like I do remember someone mentioning the Mexican dub having the uh, Homer voice change. Uh, the funny thing, not many people uh, notice it's uh, the I don't know the number, the name of the other actor, and I understand you have to work, so you accept that kind of of jobs and he did he kind of do a good job but it's not the same and a lot of people didn't mm-hmm. notice and i talked to a friend and wait it's a different voice and yes how do you didn't notice and uh, I even uh, some people don't even care but uh, I, uh, but no uh, for me what's uh, kind of kind of like a deal breaker and one of the mm-hmm. things uh, kind of fascinate me on the difference of the dub, we have a narrator because a lot of the signs uh, are in English. On uh, we have a person who read the title of the show, the Los Simpson, and all the jokes about the uh, Springfield, uh, so many kilometers, and he even sometimes do uh, jokes. Uh, have you seen the one uh, the Simpsons have to stay or uh, protection program? Um, uh, yeah, uh, Cape Fear. Yes, and the moment when Sideshow Bob uh, want to kill Bart, but he's uh, attacked by the circus. By the uh, mm-hmm. well, the narrator said like, uh, "Come, yeah, you see the elephants that they have." Uh, one word uh, forming a phrase now, like come to see the circus or something like that. The narrator even has a voice like mm-hmm. vengan, a ver, el circo, uh, which kind of make it even funnier. But it's, it's not mm-hmm. very important, but it's the small details that make it worth it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I do think there's maybe a bit more charm and character to that than like what we get in a lot of anime dubs where it's just, oh, we'll throw the translated text in there or ignore it completely. Like just putting it in as though it were a subtitle. Yeah, that is, that is fascinating to know. Like that is the solution for that because it is something that you don't necessarily think about. I I don't know if I've mentioned it on this show, but uh, easily like fifteen years ago now, over fifteen years ago, but less than twenty. Uh, time is horrifying. Uh, I had gone over to Germany with my family because uh, my dad immigrated and we caught the Chappelle show in German. And it was just kind of wild because they didn't censor the N-word at all on the show. And that kind of messed with the humor of some of the jokes, which... Some of that didn't age well. Like, Dave Chappelle's humor has not aged well. He has J.K. Rowling his career, for the most part. Um, but yeah, it, the, the way that you handle that kind of language difference is interesting. Anyways, what is your limited previous experience with One Piece? I never watched One Piece on my... Joe, Joe, uh, because mm-hmm. even when I was studying my career, like, oh my God, uh, 12 to 15 years ago, oh, I'm old. Uh, I remember one friend once told me, oh, I watched all the six, 600 episodes in, no, no, by that time, I was maybe only 500 episodes in one weekend. And mm-hmm. like, why? You have better things to do. Uh, it was like, it's too much to catch up. Uh, but uh, although he told me like, no, 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 it's easy. You have to cut the opening, the recap, the flashback. And you have like maybe 10 to 15 minutes of episodes. So it was, it's easy. Uh-huh. Uh, no, because... It's... <laughs> continue, continue. Oh, yeah, Uh, there definitely gets to be a point uh, where there are only, like, ten minutes of original animation in each episode, and uh, the rest is just, like, flashback and the opening and stuff, and so that is why there is a dub, or there is a fan edit that is just the uh, new material edited together into episodes which we might get to at some point uh but we're still two years of the podcast away from that i think one piece all right well uh yeah you are not the only person who has been intimidated by the length of the show we are only 200 so episodes in at this point, but uh, the episodes that we are covering 
initially ran through March 13th through the 27th of the year 2005. And there were two contemporary Simpsons episodes then. Uh, the first was Goo Goo Guy Pan, where Selma wants to adopt a baby and goes to China with Homer and the family, pretending to be Homer's wife. That way she can adopt a baby. Homer gets caught making out with Marge, and so the government takes the baby back, but then Selma convinces the Chinese bureaucrat that she would be a good single parent, and... Hmm. Uh, this one, unsurprisingly, is banned in China. Because it references the Tiananmen Square Massacre. Oh, I think because it wasn't very flattering about everything else. I mean, it isn't, but uh, there's a few things that if you have any sort of reference to it in your show or movie and you can't cut it out, uh, China will just full on ban the episode. It's... A weird episode. Um, Janine, you had thoughts on it. Ooh. This, this is, it's really tough to say because it is, it definitely shows you um, what the political mindset was in 2005 about China. Mm-hmm. And it is this weird mash of like, yeah, there's some um, some truth here, but then there's also some stuff that's just like, oh, this is just like, I don't know, like, I mean, China is not a monoculture. You do have your more urban cities. You do also have your very remote areas. And it, it definitely is set in a place where the government has a lot more active control and is more concerned with the cultural rules, but also just having mostly white people, except for, was that Lucy Liu? Um, as uh, Madame Wu is weird and not great. Yes, that was Lucy Liu, because there's unfortunately only one female Chinese actress at the time who would work uh, in voice acting, which is not great. Oh, also probably because she was actually an American actress and was born in America because otherwise there would be a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah, it's it's not a great depiction of anything <laughs> beyond the difficulties of a woman trying to adopt a child as a essentially single parent. But uh, we get Ling Bouvier who sticks around in The Simpsons. I don't think you can give a baby back, so I'm really glad that they keep up with that. I mean, comic book guy does. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, he and his wife have a child, and then the child just vanishes and is not mentioned. And they could bring that baby back, baby back, baby back, but 
it has been weirdly absent when they've done other comic book guy stories. Um, the second one is Mobile Homer, where Homer almost dies and Marge worries about spending money since Homer can't get insurance. In response to Marge saving money, Homer buys a mobile home with their savings and starts living in it, which angers Marge, especially when he invites other RVers to stay on their lawn, which escalates the fight between the two of them. Bart and Lisa steal the RV, and it ends up on a Turkish freighter, but Marge was able to save everybody with a thrifty tip. It's... It's a weird one. I think what was weird about this one is mm-hmm. that you get a whole lot of stories about um, the conflict being Homer and Marge disagreeing on something. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. It just feels like there's no two sides about it a lot of the times. Like I I feel like in a way both of them are kind of wrong. Um but there's different levels of wrong. Like Yeah, there are. Like Homer buying the RV is completely irresponsible. And while you can be like, well, Marge should have more clearly illustrated the financial strain that they were under than maybe Homer would have understood, but that doesn't make for comedy. Maybe with Lost in the top, but does he even say something like, I need my own place or something like that? Because I was kind of surprised how he went from, I need to spend the money to, I have to get the RV. Like, no, no, something to give him the idea they do canonically have a character that sells rvs i mean they could have brought him back yeah uh we do and we do get albert brooks later in this season who voiced bob um yeah that is a i don't fully remember i watched the episode like three weeks ago so my old friend of Doing things in advance has not worked out for me tonight. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's a weird conflict because I think it is ultimately something where it's like, well, you could get some insurance or for that same amount, you could get an RV. I feel like that isn't too far from what, well, no, the call of the Simpsons in like season one where Homer gets the RV is because... Ned has an RV and then Homer wants to just keep up with him. It's kind of a whole lot of nothing. Like, we don't even get a good resolution. It's just like, hey, let's do a needle drop for they might be giants at the end. Which actually, I'd be... Uh, did they use uh, they might be giants Istanbul, not Constantinople at the end of the Mexican dub? No. no the... the uh... They may be giants the sound about the Istanbul is Constantinople or y- yeah. yeah. Uh yes, they keep it. Uh it's pretty okay. Yes, they keep the song and later we met uh, uh the one guy who is a real a person in the end. Uh Albert Brooks? No, no Albert Brooks. You have that I have the name here is uh, uh, they want to teach you how to draw uh, Bart. 
<laughs> oh, uh, David Silver. Yes, uh, yes, I was close. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I I just wasn't sure if the song would work because you can't necessarily dub. Well, no, you can dub a song. One Piece did that for a while. The bands. It's pretty weird. Before the uh, grain changing voice actors, there was one Simpson when they actually adapted the songs, the one that Homer or someone else uh, uh, do, like the one about the uh, Homer being on the cleaning service. Yeah. It was uh, uh, adapted in Spanish, and the voice actor uh, Umberto Vélez even sing. Sometimes they keep the original. English version, but they don't add. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes it was a little complicated because they would keep the English English song, but not put subtitles. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know mm -hmm. what the hell Apu uh, sang, for example, in the time that he lived with the Simpson. Uh, only now, that... as an adult who can understand English, it's like, oh. Oh, that song, I can understand it. That is fascinating. To... That evolution of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something we completely take for granted of having just only watched it in English this entire time. Mm-hmm. Well, and like, I, I was thinking about how, oh, well, they don't always... Uh, dub songs but it's like well in the most recent one piece movie which is a musical the main actress was willing to dub the songs they just didn't want to put the money and time into doing that so she only released a version of one of the songs that she had translated uh by herself uh but also funimation which does the american dub for a while also did dubs of the theme songs until people were kind of just like these aren't as good just give us the original japanese ones by actual bands were they bad or it's just uh, people being too mean about the singing they weren't as good also like the first one was done by an american voice actor who uh did a lot of awful sh awful stuff Ooh. Yeah, so it's like you know what? that's that's fine. Um, but yeah, so we get a bunch of new characters in uh, these episodes. Uh, Madame Wu, we get the Chinese version of Death of a Salesman. Uh, so we get uh, Willie Loman, which is such a weird choice. We can finally use Dino and Hoppy from the Flintstones along with other uh, Flintstones characters we've had for ages, um, actual human David Silverman, and some more uh, stuff like that. I was kind of surprised that you didn't have Goofy before. Um, so there was uh, one episode with a guy in a Goofy costume, uh, but that is different than actual Goofy, who... Hey, now we've got actual Goofy. That's true. We got actual Goofy now. Can't wait to title this episode. We've got actual Goofy. Um, but yeah, that's 
Uh, any other stuff to add in for those Simpsons episodes? Uh, gonna be sincere. When I sent you the message about, oh, I really like the uh, the Chinese episodes of The Simpsons, I didn't remember a lot. Uh, you know, uh-huh. nostalgia. Um, uh, maybe you don't uh, want not ha- having a lot of context about things. So, and even worse, I remember it with the original cast. So when I hear it with the New cast is like, no, why? <laughs> and I mean, I think it's easy to kind of remember all of the travelogue episodes a bit better than some of them actually are. But uh, we are now here to discuss the One Piece episodes 225 through 228, which include The Man of Pride. Foxy, the Silver Fox. The Nigh Invincible Man and a Very Dangerous Man. Marine High Admiral Aokiji, the threat to the greatest power. Rubber and Ice one-on-one fight. Luffy versus Aokiji. And this is a weird arc to bring you in on uh, Eugenia uh, because this is both kind of the conclusion of another arc that got split by the need to add some filler and then like a very real ending with actual stakes I was wondering is the fil- uh, Silver Fox- Foxy uh, a filler character because uh, I could tell episode <laughs> the first one the the man with the pride uh, like my anime powers tell me this is not from the manga but I'm not sure. So initially, uh, Foxy challenges the crew to three games where the Straw Hats lose Chopper and then they win back Chopper and then they steal uh, Foxy's pirate flag. And we never see Foxy again in the manga. In the anime, they added three new round or three new games. And then uh, initially, someone is supposed to help uh, a character who the Straw Hats and Foxy had interacted with. Uh, and in the manga, that is Aokiji. In the anime, it is that guy's son who somehow has a mole that can dig through the entire ocean, which doesn't really make a lot of sense. But uh, yeah, this is the beginning of Foxy is just the wacky filler character. Also, uh, it's not a one-on-one comparison or look, but are they, uh, Foxy and his two henchmen, are they based on the villains Mm -hmm. on... The Jutterman anime. On the what anime? Uh, Jutterman. Uh, it's one of those 70 anime. I only know it because uh, uh, a new version something years ago. It's not one-on-one because the boss is the lady, but the lady has a mask who kind of look like the foxy hair. Uh, the girl henchman with 
will fill the the girl role, and the big one kind of look like the other one. But I'm not sure this is a maybe a reference or only a archetypal thing like the DBC villains that there's always one uh, handsome, one silly, and one weird. I'm not entirely sure because, uh, like, there was a unimportant character hundreds of episodes ago now that was made to look like uh, Perrin Perrin, who was a princess character, and that character got uh, horribly uh, killed in the show. Um, so, I mean, it is very possible because uh, Aokiji, a character we get introduced to in this arc, is directly based off of a Japanese actor whose name I am blanking on right now. But uh, he, that same actor, is also the basis of uh, Spike from Cowboy Bebop. Ah. I'm scrolling through the wiki because I didn't write it down. Uh, yes. Uh, Yusaku uh, Matsuda. Okay. Um, yeah, so as the Straw Hats are sailing, they run across the main Foxy trio who are sailing in a small ship in a big storm, so Luffy saves them by bringing them on board. Later, they run into the sexy Foxy, and Foxy tries to take over the ship again. But Kibaguru of the former famed, of the former famed frog pirates is the captain now. Even though many of the Foxy crew are still devoted to Foxy, Kibaguru challenges Foxy to a fight to convince the crew to fight, and ends up cheating by reflecting Foxy's slow, slow beam, and then beating the shit out of him with the famed frog pirates. Foxy tries doing his normal shenanigans, but Kibaguru is ready for it. Foxy ends up asking Luffy for help, especially after seeing that Kibaguru beats the crew when they don't obey, and so he gives Luffy, uh, so he gives the Afro back to Luffy. And Foxy also then reveals that Luffy and Zoro have really big bounties and also a bunch of treasure on their ship. So the fanged frog pirates start attacking, which draws in. Nami, Zoro, Usopp, and Sanji, while Foxy's old crew just cheers on the Straw Hats. Luffy eventually knocks out Kabaguru, but when Foxy goes to congratulate him, instead he freezes the Straw Hats and drops them into a trap, while back on the going merry, Chopper and Robin are spending time together. Janine, are you happy to see Foxy back? I don't know. I mean, like, I... In the wrestling state of mind, he does exactly what he's supposed to do. He comes in, he gets you to like him, he betrays you. <laughs> like, yeah, he... like, he does his job well, and like, but like, I see everything, co- like, I think I spent too much time with him at the beginning and now anytime I'm going to see him I'm not going to like enjoy him now 
that, no, that's fair. He's he is a jerk. Uh, what is your opinion of Foxy? Uh, being as this is your first introduction to One Piece and characters within it. I'm gonna tell you, he's not my favorite. <laughs> it, <laughs> I was kind of, I know it's the kind of thing that oh, you need this kind of villain that it's the oh no, I'm too. I'm the comic relief, but also I believe in myself. But even I could tell, like, he's he's a filler thing. So it it a filler is not bad, but here it wasn't great. That's fair. Uh, he he comes between, or he comes after a very intense and long arc, and before two back-to-back very intense arcs so needing some levity and also needing someone who the anime can use for fillers is kind of his job so the straw hats burst out of the prison and luffy immediately starts falling for foxy's tricks which is a bit that always just gets me uh luffy's inability to see through any of the skies uh, so Luffy chases Foxy while Usopp and Nami come into a dangerous hallway of perverts? Like, Foxy apparently just locks up everybody who is horny in his crew in, like, a basement floor with a graded walkway above them that they can reach. It's a very weird, bad thing. I don't enjoy it. Yeah, no, it's it's not great, and uh, Zoro and Sanji almost kissed due to the slow, slow beam shenanigans. I wish they did. I know. So Usopp tries to... Sorry, do you think this was a reference of Naruto? Because the, uh, Zoro also do a, a, a shadow clone, because they went after he blocked the uh, sword, uh, he blocked something, and he's still uh, behind with uh, Usopp and Sanji uh, in the same scene. It's just one frame, but you can see Sora in two places. Uh, so I like to think, ah, oh, maybe it's in a reference to Naruto. And uh, the almost kiss is also a reference to Naruto. Uh- <laughs> I mean, Oda and uh, Kishimoto, I believe. Uh, yeah, like, they are friends. Um, not as big as the guy behind uh, My Hero Academia who goes out and plays Pokemon Go with Oda, apparently. Um, but, uh, like, they came up around the same class. Uh, One Piece and Naruto competed with each other. And One Piece won, but, like, there is respect between the two series and their creators. I definitely Um, think that there would be, like, if this isn't a reference, we're definitely going to see more references in the future. I mean, I think it may also be they draw from the same well, because, like, the you're moving so fast that you leave behind an afterimage is a trope. So... I don't know more enough to add on, definitively. Uh, So Usopp blinds the hallway of perverts, but gets grabbed and pulled down while Nami escapes into a room where she finds Luffy just eating a snack. 
That is when Foxy returns with the Gorilla Puncher while Portia and Hamburg bring in the Donkey Kicker, which are big fighting machines, uh, and all of them punch and kick with fire. The the Donkey Kicker, I'm not sure if that's what they call it in Japan, but that is a hell of a name. Um, I did watch the Japanese dub of it. It is Donkey Kicker. Okay. Yeah, I, then it's a, if there's a sexual reference, that is totally inadvertent. Uh, Nami ends up summoning a rainstorm that stops the fire on the machines. That way Luffy can attack and he smashes them into each other. Luffy then makes Foxy bring Kabagaru and his team back onto the Foxy Pirates as members before they return to the Going Merry. But Foxy hating things being uh, return to the normal status quo, swears revenge, while the Straw Hats go to have lunch on an island. So Foxy's trio pilots a giant crab robot that they have to try and attack. Luffy destroys it, and then Foxy's group just has to wait until the crew picks him up again. It's... I I admire him not staying down, but wow, what a weird just return for nothing. It's giving Team Rocket energy. Mm-hmm. Which I love Team Rocket energy. I'm sad that they are no longer in the anime. But I'm excited to see when the uh, dub comes out. So that is when the crew explores the island where they find bicycle marks leading to the other side of the island where Marine Admiral Aokiji is sleeping. Chopper accidentally wakes him up and he knows who Robin is and vice versa. Aokiji is one of the three powerhouses of the world government and believes in lazy justice. A group of castaways on the island reveal themselves and the Straw Hats provide them help and food. They mention how a giant frog slammed into their ship, which destroyed it, stranding them there. And we also get Luffy not understanding why the castaways like the marines more than his band of pirates, until he kind of is like, oh, right. It, it's, a, it's a fun bit, I think. So, uh, they load up a bunch of supplies for the castaways, and then Aokiji freezes the sea, including a sea monster that had moved into attack with a simple touch, allowing the castaways to leave the island. Aokiji also notes that he knows Luffy's grandfather, which scares Luffy, and then he just decides that he's going to capture Luffy and Nika Robin because of how dangerous they are. He also notes that Nika Robin is dangerous to everyone because every previous group that she has worked with was destroyed with her as the only survivor. And he mentions that he spared her once before, but won't do it again, and the crew decides to protect their friend. Robin tries to attack Aokiji, but it doesn't work since he can just reform himself as ice, and then Luffy, Sanji, and Zoro attack him and all end up with major freezing injuries. Aokiji freezes Robin solid next and goes to smash her, but Luffy grabs her and passes her off to Chopper and Usopp, who work to help it restore her with Nami, while Zoro and Sanji go into the water to thaw their injuries, because they've only got one shower on the boat. Luffy stays behind to face Aokiji and then gets completely frozen as well. Aokiji regrets doing that because he feels like he would be the big villain, 
if he then went after the rest of the crew and warns Luffy about Robin, but calls them even for stopping Crocodile and for whatever he owed Smoker. So he leaves Luffy frozen and then goes riding on his bike across the ocean. Chopper is able to help Robin and Luffy, and after four days of rest, they head out again and Robin finally wakes up. That is when Zoro sees Yokozuna, the giant frog swimming in the ocean, and when they try to chase after it, despite Nami not wanting to do that, they head towards an island with a lighthouse. As they pull up to that island, they end up hitting something running across the island, and they hear a mysterious train bell as the ship is somehow on a rail line on the ocean, as a train comes at them. So yeah, we went from absolute filler to intense drama. Uh, as the outsider, how did you feel about uh, the second half of the episodes? Uh, quite better. And I, I, <laughs> I'm semi-familiar that the Marines aren't kind of, kind of the bad guys. Uh, uh, represent the basic, basically a cap, but it was kind of nice mm-hmm. to see. Uh, uh, if not good, at least not too bad. Uh, marine that actually help people, and mm-hmm. uh, and very interested about how uh, represented uh, how the show represent his power, because uh, I'm a familiar like a nice man, no? like. Uh, that shoot ice from his hands, but Aokiji kind of uh, produce it from his all his body. He has to touch something to do something from ice, and even uh, and the only kind of extraordinary thing is about his body that he can uh, uh, kind of disappear and something because he can control all his. The water. I imagine control all the water on his body and freeze it and reconstruct it. So it was fascinated. Yeah, uh, there's a, a few different types of powers in here. Uh, like Luffy has uh, rubber powers. Chopper uh, ate a type of fruit that gives you animal powers. He has the powers of a normal human. Um <laughs> He has the power to be a John. A, a yeah. regular guy. I mean, not not as much as part of him would like, but uh, Aokiji has eaten a Logia that literally turns him into the type of material that he can also create and transform. The last villain who he got done with had lightning powers, so... Uh, like, this is another guy of that caliber, and it is kind of great that we just see him at the end of this big, intense battle being like, all right, I'm out of here, and he just gets on his bicycle and rides across the ocean. Also, I'm not, I, I haven't watched a lot of the show, but even I know that Robin is the, I'm the cool one. I don't, I'm never afraid. I never show my emotion, or too many of them. So seeing her uh, very afraid and unable to speak almost is was like oh that's bad 
Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that definitely caught me off guard because even like especially in the filler, they don't know what to do with her reactions to big things. Mm-hmm. So seeing her afraid for a moment, like I don't know how many episodes I've seen with Robin in it, but like I've very rarely seen fear in her face. Not just crocodile. Yeah, she has kind of had stone-faced determination against everything that she's come up against uh, so far. And, uh, yeah, we're, it's also kind of funny because we've gotten a few filler arcs where it's like, oh, let's talk about everyone's origin, and Robin is just always left out of that because in the manga they hadn't gotten to any of that. So, yeah, Janine... I hope you're ready for a few months of emotional ringers from anime. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's that's concerning. Yeah, yeah. uh, Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Um, So, I didn't think to ask this. What did you watch a sub or a dub of One Piece? I, I watched it sub with Spanish subtitles because uh, to see the difference. And uh, I, I, I think I never watched it uh, dubbed on Spanish or in English. But I know they're mm-hmm. pretty decent. Yeah, uh, the, the English one, uh, the current Funimation one is pretty well regarded minus like a few spots uh i know uh in the manga they'll do uh question segments so readers can send in questions to oda but also there was a few years before the pandemic where he was uh also getting questions for the voice actors uh of the characters from the anime and i think he was going to try and get uh, the voice actors from the different dubs in, but he just, I think, the pandemic and everything really disrupted that. But, uh, yeah, it is, uh, neat to know that the dub works. I think most of the dubs, from what I remember, are generally good. Uh, some of them are very censor-filled. I think the Italian one has a lot of censorship, uh, but they kind of targeted it for a younger audience, and some of the Middle Eastern ones are not a big fan of how women are depicted in the show. I remember some years ago, we had uh, One Piece dubbed, but based on the four kids version. So, it wasn't but if you didn't know anything, the voice actors did a mm-hmm. pretty great job. But uh, we are a country who grew up with Uncensored Sailor Moon and uh, Dragon Ball. So uh, mm-hmm. we we could deal with it. I think now it's a viable uh, regular. Uh, I think Crunchyroll have Spanish dubs. Well, uh, that gets us to our section where we have three characters to match up this week. Uh, so, uh, the first one that we have is Aokiji, and I have four suggestions for Aokiji. 
Uh, the first one that I had, because he came up and was on my mind, is Alcatraz, uh, who was a rapper from the previous episode that we had watched, who was generally very relaxed about everything. Uh, I then had Boat Hippie 1, uh, Future Auto, who is a taxi cab owner and... Uh, my Rodrigo style was goofy. Because I, I do love the idea of, like, goofy freezing and fighting Luffy. Hayek? Bart. Ice Age. Can I do that, Goofy? <laughs> uh, Janine, who do you have? Um, I, I went more with ice-themed in mm. mine. Uh, my first one is uh, Barney Gumble as the Plow King. As uh, Barney in, in the Mr. Plow episode uh, did leave a main character uh, have frozen on ice for a second. He did, and he was willing to be very vindictive. Yep, and my next one is Frostilicus. A frozen Jasper who goes inside of a freezer in the Quiggy Mart in order to see the wonders of the future. Moon pie. All right. And uh, Uhinia, who do you have as your suggestions? Uh, for Okichi, I didn't know if you already cast him on something or he's available. Louis, one of the henchmen of Fat uh, Tony. Uh, he's the one with the afro. Ooh, let me double check this. I have too many. Well, I have enough for one. Because I feel like Louis has come up, but I don't remember if we've actually used him. No, we have not used Louie. That is an interesting one. Uh, if not, because I I have an idea of all the uh, Simpson characters, but I don't know their name or their uh, English name. So the other one mm -hmm. could be uh, one of the uh, the certain RB uh, person that you have in the Resident on Docket characters uh which rv person the, the southern I, I don't know how to say the word the one from the south oh the southern yes rv -er. yes english is difficult to pronounce it is a bullshit language made up of a whole bunch of other languages with no consistent rules all right and then what's that uh, we got some fan suggestions. Uh, King Atticus, friend of the show, current champion of suggesting things in the fan group, suggests either Mumar Gaddafi or Wedding Tuxedo Auto, which I'm not sure I would count as a distinct look. And then that one welder guy and Fredo Fett suggested Armin Tamzarian. 
which I know that Mike P would be very bad if, or would be very frustrated if we used Armin Tanzarian before a character who he's wanted to cast him for for ages. So we have uh, we have an eclectic group across the board. I'm, you know, I'm not. Oh, go ahead, Jimmy. I've been thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And I think Louie is the only five star character that was suggested. I think we might have, like, lowballed this person because they were inside of a. Like, right in the middle of a filler arc. But they're still an important character and pretty big. I mean, I don't think that uh, if if we still had access to Otto, I would have suggested Otto. But someone sided with Kaylee in an earlier episode, and I was like, oh, I have a great idea for Otto, and it wasn't even this character that I was thinking of. But Otto Man could have been a good one. But I also really like Louie. I think Louie is a great idea. So I'm going to go with Louie. So I, I think we have Louie consensus there. Congrats for getting one on the board. Especially for one that only has three uh, characters in it. That is a true achievement. Uh, up next we have Master of the Waters. Another big ol' sea monster. Janine, who do you have for Master of the Waters? I have um, two characters that have only appeared in the background. Uh, first one being Zoidzilla. Um, Godzilla comics in the background and comic book shop stores and that Bart reads would say Zoidzilla. Mm -hmm. It looks to be a Godzilla, but with a horn in his head. It's very odd because they also do put Godzilla like earlier in the series too. So like mm -hmm. there's just both a Godzilla and a Zoidzilla in the Simpsons universe. You know, why not both? And then you had another one? Yes. Mr. Sparkle. Because I think it would just be hilarious if we got our artists to draw that. I mean, I don't think Master of Waters is making it to the cover. Oh. I mean, in terms of characters who would make it to the cover, we've got Aokiji and then Foxy. So. I'm a, I'm a hard customer. Uh, Eugenia, uh, who do you have for Master of the Waters? Uh, I have Jop Jop the list, uh, Selma Lizard. Or. I'm not sure if you are ready. Uh, we, have uh -huh. use we have used Jop uh, Jop previously. Okay, okay. Yes. Uh, my other one, Goofy. Uh, goofy. Oh, Goofy. Do you like Goofy? <laughs> Well, 
I have my four suggestions. Uh, once again, I, I, I tried to go above and beyond. Um, so early on in The Simpsons, there is a couch gag where uh, the couch turns into a tentacled monster that grabs the family. There's also another more recent couch gag for the context of the show where the couch is the light on a giant angler fish. Uh, we also have Willy, as in Free Willy, or my Rodrigo style is, why not just use the white dragon here? Oh yeah, the white dragon from the episode mm -hmm. we just watched. Yeah. Which is probably my one that I support the least, because Janine, you know we need to save for the show. Oh, do we have to save dragons? We have to save long-style dragons, yeah. Whoa. One Piece! Um, I mean, there might as well be with everything else that I'm being interested in. <laughs> to, like, um, cool. I mean, we do have a tendency to throw away celebrity characters on weird bits. I do kind of like the idea of Goofy. Just being frozen like whoosh. <laughs> oh, uh, well, I, I know that uh, we already made the the suggestion, but we could also maybe David Silverman. No, what's more horrifying than something that is uh, outside the Ooh. the reality rules? Actually, yeah, I love that. Yeah, actually, that that is a excellent suggestion. You understand how to play the game here. Yes. Uh, actual human David Silverman <laughs> is uh, that I'm going to double check to make sure that that is the right person. Uh, uh, yeah, I think he is because I, I was like, who is David, David Silverman? And after I watched the episode, it's like, oh, that is the guy. Yes. All right. Well, uh, that two out of three on the board, that is, you're pulling in big numbers here. Uh, all right. Well, we will have you lead off for Yokozuna. Okay. Uh, looking, uh, who do you have? Uh, we don't count the uh, Futurama ones, but uh, right? Uh, we can't use any Futurama stuff until it appears in The ah, Simpsons. Damn it. Uh, so, mm -hmm. uh, because I couldn't remember any monster or animal from The Simpsons, maybe Joe Crusher. Uh, Joe Crusher is one of the henchmen of, uh, sometimes of the, uh, one of the attorneys, or sometimes he works for Mr. Burns. It's like, Joy, like Joy Wheeler, and Crusher, like something that you crush? Ah, uh, yeah, uh, Joey Crusher. Yes. Okay, okay. And was that the only suggestion that you had? Uh, yes, because my other suggestion, uh, if Fujirama was permitted, it, it was going to be the Hypnotote. Hypnotote. Yes. Mm -hmm. That would All be right. a good one. Well, 
I have three suggestions here. So one of the couch gags is uh, the entire family as frogs. So I have frog Homer there because there you have the girth, you have the demeanor. Uh, I also had the frog prince mutant uh, that Bart summons trying to turn a frog into a prince in the Treehouse of Horror Harry Potter special. And then my Rodrigo style was Hoppy from the Flintstones, the weird Hopposaurus. Which isn't a dinosaur. <laughs> I can let a lot slide, but... Janine, who do you have for Yokozuna? I have Bart Jr. Mm-hmm. Of frog... Bart Jr. and Chirpy Boy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. But I also did have the Frog Prince monstrosity on, on my list, too. So, that was me trying to fill out a second spot. I... I don't want to pin the Frog Prince Mutant to Yokozuna because Yokozuna is a hard worker. Yokozuna is... Healthy? Yokozuna is a big frog. He is a friend. He is shaped like a friend. I I want to push for uh, Frog Homer. What do you know about this frog that I don't? He doesn't look pleasant to look at, so I kind of want to go for the monstrosity. Okay, Janine, uh, what do we know about Yokozuna so far? Uh, frog. Mm-hmm. Big. Uh-huh. Broke a ship. Uh-huh. And where are the straw hats stuck? They need a ship, right? Well, no, they're stuck on railroad lines with a train coming towards them. Oh. Uh, what does Yokozuna have a lot of on him? Personality. That motherfucker's scarred, Janine. Yokozuna is a beautiful and sad boy. Even frogs have sad stories? In the show? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Even frogs have sad stories. <laughs> oh, I think that might be the title. For an episode. Yeah, let's yeah. see. I, I can go with Frog Homer. Is that or? I appreciate it. Is that uh? Yeah. It was that, or Bart Jr. could be a good second? Well, Bart Jr. is the lizard. Uh, uh okay. Uh, okay, uh, maybe. Yeah. Goku is lying to me because you show me a uh, uh, frog and also the, the, the lizards. So I confused them. Oh, okay, so there is, uh, there are two Bart Juniors, technically. Whoa. Uh, but, 
The second one uh, is from an episode that has not come out yet. Oh, okay. Assuming that... Hmm. Well, no, that's that's just Google being weird because Google is bad now. Um, but yeah. Uh, okay, so there is the one that populates all of Australia. Yeah. Is that one a Bart Jr.? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, that is Bart Jr., uh, but not the Lizard Bart Jr. I am still on Team Frog Homer. For me, it's okay. Yeah, let's let's go with Frog Homer then. Luke can have a win. Luke can have one win as a tree. Thank you. That's that's what I get for editing the episode. So here is the uh, question now that we have gotten our casting done with Louie as Aokiji, David Silverman as Master of the Waters, and Frog Homer as Yokozuna. Are you going to watch more of One Piece? Oh, absolutely. Maybe I'm going to skip some episodes. Maybe... Uh... <laughs> I don't. I don't think I watched from the beginning. Maybe catch up from. I mean, you could honestly like keep following from where you are now, and they do a recap block. Okay. okay. I could mm-hmm. do what my friends say: like uh, skip the opening, skip the flashback, skip the. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and uh, this is when it isn't as bad. Uh, once you get to like episode 500 where the manga took an entire year off and they had to start stretching things out, that's where it gets bad. Ooh. I think it wasn't like uh, skip more, like Hunter Hunter. I heard how many years now? Um. So... One Piece is still going. They took uh, Ichiro Oda, after a decade of doing the manga, took a year off to spend time with his wife and children. Ochigas. Yeah. It's not like Hunter x Hunter where uh, he... There's a unfavorable fan theory that he took the entire time off while Dragon Age uh, or Dragon Quest Online was active. <laughs> but the numbers are there to support that theory. Uh, but yeah, well, I am glad that we have hooked you into One Piece. Where can people find you online one more time? Uh, uh, I'm a little less, but I'm in, on Twitter, or because I'm not gonna call it the other way, on at uh, Asimov underscore Fanger, and I'm also on Blue Sky, uh, also as Asimov. Uh, how do you call the line when it's in the middle? It's dash. Underscore. Uh, also underscore. A dash. 
Uh-huh. I, I think... Oh, uh, no, it's it's dash if it's uh, the... in between. Okay. between. Dash, funker. Uh, I'd like to be consistent. Mm. Uh, Fair enough. You, uh, I don't have, I don't uh, write a lot, so it's a, it's more weird question, weird commentaries, and a lot of uh, reposts about comic art. Fair enough. Uh, Janine, where can people find you online? Well, you could find me also on Twitter. It's still hard to call it any other name but that. I, I mean, what website are you going to? What's the URL, Janine? Oh, man, you can't do that to me. I only use the app. You still, oh, you still go to Twitter.com. Really? Yeah, it's dumb. Uh, because X.com is unsurprisingly booked and, uh, like, even calling the app X, there's a whole discussion that, uh, I don't... Elon Musk, back when he was in charge of PayPal, tried to turn it into the exact same thing he's trying to turn Twitter into now, and they literally waited until he was on a multi-hour plane ride without phone access to get the entire board to kick him off. Uh, and so him wanting to call an app X has been something that Zuckerberg already put a copyright patent in for, or whatever the protection patent is, so that technically he can challenge him when this shit continues to go downhill, because uh, Elon Musk fucking sucks. But yeah, uh, Janine, you're on the... Blue Sky. <laughs> yeah, Blue Sky. Uh, which is also Janine Juliet dot of the everything the, the default blue sky. I have not got into Federation, whatever that is. Um, I think that's the sequel to uh, Foundation, and that's where they start getting into like what happens when the sandworms have babies. That's me trying to do a Frank Herbert and Asimov joke, and I'm sorry. It's not Don't me. worry. Uh, look, I'm Asimov Funker. I'm not the best Asimov Funker because I haven't read the Foundation. I have the book. But... <laughs> my my brother got into that. I, I read some of his uh, short stories on robotics, and one of them was just like, one of them that stuck with me is, oh, uh, someone got murdered doing teleportation and everyone's afraid of space travel. And it's like, that makes sense to me. That was, had to have been like 20 years ago since I read that. Time! Uh, I am Luke. You can find me on most social media as Coltreg. That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G, including my itch.io account or my Gumroad. Gumroad has more books that I will never bring over to itch.io, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. You can also go to my website, lukeherr.com. Our cover art is by the wonderful Mike Patton, who you can find on the bad website Twitter, and uh, Blue Sky as Patton Pending, P-A-T-T-E-N-P-E-N-D-I-N-G. Uh, Domance Dawn currently only has a social media account on Twitter because I'm using my Blue Sky invites to get people off of the bad site. 
and eventually everyone will hopefully get off or something. Uh, we have a Tumblr for the site, which is where I just repost the episodes now, and uh, you can go to our website, Domance Dawn, D-O-H-M-A-N-C-E-D-A-W-N, to see the image galleries and other and other assorted bits uh, coming out after we have recorded this episode, but before it came out, uh, is the Netflix live-action One Piece series, which uh, Janine and I are loosely talking about doing something for that. So I'll look forward to that. And next time, Janine, guess what? What? Well, I got this big old fan, and it is going right now. And I have a large bag of shit. And we're going to find out what happens when shit hits the fan. Wow. That was an unpleasant lead up. But I'm excited, maybe? I don't know. Um, I'm a little bit scared. Janine, my friend, we are going to have such a wild, wild, wild time. Do you want to guess how many characters we are going to be matching? No. Oh. 23. We'll see you next time on Bill Man's Dawn. <laughs> are you some kind of sick pervert? 23? I mean, technically it's 24 because one is a pair of twins. Oh, wait, no, one is a trio. But also we're going to have but, twins. Okay, two. Okay, multiples. That's amazing. Yeah. We'll see you then. Smooth sailing. Smooth sailing.